0: Off track. Today's episode is glorious because we have from Saturday Night Live, Vanessa Bayer. It it how we booked her, I don't know. She's hard to find. Uh I don't I don't know how we got her contact info. But uh as always joined by Jonah Bear, rock journalist extraordinaire. Yes. He, why, yeah. Uh Mike Canjemmy, the people's producer. Yo. And our audio producer engineer. Is That what, what do we technically call you that? What should we call you, Brad? Just call me producer. It's producer, so vague. Producer know. is vague. such a
1: different, you know. It's such a different connotation for
0: you and Mike couldn't fight Mike because he says he's a TV producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brad just makes this. Ha- Brad makes the shit happen here.
2: The dude <laughs> who makes it all happen here.
0: The, the, the dude who makes it all happen. I like that. All right. So today's Vanessa Bear. Um, now, before the intro, a discussion was happening that I, I want to to discuss with everyone, Mike. And Jonah are fans of American Pickers, yes, correct. I would I, say we watch it. I don't know if we're fans. Okay, I've seen a couple episodes. Um, and the guys who host it have an interesting relationship. Yeah. What does any is there any? So, so the point of the show is these guys drive around the backwoods and like, hey, you've got a lot of crap in your garage. Can we go through it with our picking hands? Right. And these right.
3: guys have like some kind of store, and they think they have, like, this brilliant eye for stuff, so they try to, yeah, buy stuff
2: low and then stuff they know they can resell.
0: And the, and the girl who works in the store is tattooed and sexy, and she's, like— She's tattooed. Okay, yeah, she's she, not sexy. I
2: think—I honestly actually looked her up the other day because I was, like, there's no way these guys and Danielle ever were a real thing ever. And they—I think it's a total, like, TV thing. Oh, they, absolutely. She was a roller girl.
3: Oh, really? uh, I think her name was
2: was. Danny Diesel, and that's why they call her Danny D on the show. Yeah, the
3: only way they could have met is if the roller rink was, like, next to a
0: pizza shop or something, (laughs) I feel like. Could the one—I watched a bunch of episodes one day. It was like, you know, they do, like, a marathon on whatever channel it's on. So, um, Uh. Brad is checking his camera (laughs) to watch his— Did you just say something to your interns? I'm
1: keeping tabs on. They were looking at—this is
0: going to make no sense whatsoever. No, Brad's got—okay, and and Brad runs the studio that we're in. (laughs) In the studio, there are cameras everywhere, and Brad's got interns. So Brad just fucked with some of the interns with the cameras. Well, see, I'm actually
1: screen sharing my office computer right now so that I can see what's going on in it. And these guys are in there. They're seeing this. They're seeing the exact same thing that I'm seeing.
0: Why are they having sex, Brad?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we encourage that here.
0: All right, so American Pickers. Uh, I watched Okay, one of the four episodes I've ever watched. They're driving in the van, and the skinny guy says to the fat guy, you know, I just love traveling with you. You know, it's just you're just like my best friend, and this is just great. And it's like, oh, thanks, man. And it was just so out of context and so bizarre. What what is the deal with these guys? They I, I sort of think they hate each other. I okay. think so
2: too. Like they've grown up together. Apparently, like yeah. they were friends in school. Hmm. And Mike, the skinny guy, constantly just makes fun of Frank, the the yeah. tubby guy. Yeah. And Frank never really even says anything back. Like he'll attempt just, but he doesn't really say anything. I don't know. It could be either a bear cubby, like could be really like you know, because Mike's all like smooth bear and cubby. skinny. Yeah, <laughs> Mike's like smooth, skinny guy, and then Frank's like tubby, hairy guy. So if it was like relationshipy, it could go. It, but you know both- the
0: terminology. This is intriguing.
2: Yeah, we'll get into that
3: later. <laughs> I, <laughs> I learned sorry. all that stuff from the Bob Mo book. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and she, yeah. No, I okay. learned if
2: somebody at MTV threw, when I was uh, in the bathroom one day, one of my buddies th- walked into the bathroom stall and threw a magazine into the stall at me. It was called 100% Beef, <laughs> and it was a bear cub gay magazine. And that's where I was like, oh. And I opened it and I was like, oh. So it's like big, hairy dudes that I knew are with, what the like,
0: bears were, but I knew what a cub was. The cub
2: is the usually a younger dude that they're with that's like very clean and, and skinny, but yeah. The other dudes, it's the guys who like the chunky, like it's like big fat dudes with cigars, like with their dicks out, like, you know, smoking cigars with like, you
0: know. Do you still have it?
2: Yeah, no, it went around the (laughs) office a bunch of times.
0: (laughs) Bob Mould talks about that explicitly?
3: He talks about sort of being gay and like he was very conflicted about it the whole time and then he went to like a bear party and he was like, there's a genre of like young guys that I'm the ideal body type. Totally, and they yeah. love me. And I never knew this existed. Like, can you imagine if, if like I walked in and it's like, oh, like neurotic Jewish, like <laughs> underweight guys, like that's like our like ideal thing. And I never knew it existed. And now I'm in it. Like it's like life changing for him. Yeah. I guess
0: you know that you're, that probably exists for you. There's probably that group of of gay dudes who want that. Well, skinny <laughs> skinny hipster Jews. <laughs> I didn't get that uh,
2: magazine thrown at me in the bathroom. I only had the 100 percent beef one. so oh,
0: okay, Deb the Grizzly. Yeah. I like how American pickers went right to 100 yes. percent gay 100 yeah, percent gay yeah. denunciations, you know learning I remember I learned about because you know full disclosure, I was a theater major and an and undeclared dance major in school, so the majority of my friends were gay. but I learned from uh, these guys what a twink was. What's that? I don't that, know what that is. That twink, twink was like, 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 um, like a young, very, like, like a very. It's, it's what a lot of you know, um, homophobe people think all gays are like very, very gay, like very out and flirtatious and, and uh, not drag queeny, but like, like if you watch Thirty Rock, when Jenna's friends are like, you know, her gay friends are very gay, right? That's that's what they call it, twink was. But
3: is that like a direct? Like, if you called someone that, would they be? <clears throat> Is that a negative connotation to it or would they be like, Oh, this I like I'm proud of this. I don't think yeah. it's
0: derogatory. I'm not sure. We'll have to find out. We'll get we'll, we'll get Bob in here someday. Yeah.
2: And we will. That's awesome, will. by the way, that he I didn't even know like well and that he would like openly talk about going to a bear party, I guess, when he was Yeah, you know, there's was a lot star- I
3: mean, there's a lot of stuff in that but it's really personal. A That's lot of, cool. about him kind of he's really angry about it. Like he was such an angry and he was an alcoholic sort of yeah. and just like sort of couldn't come to terms with it.
0: Yeah, sorry. But then he was, you know, he and the other guy in his career, they were just out. They've always been out. That yeah. was kind of the key point of it.
3: Yeah. Cool. And I we were talking the other day, we want to get someone from every band on our band could be your life on yeah. this show. And we've already done pretty well. Yeah. Who uh Oh, oh. Done well with planning and I think uh we'll yeah. have him on eventually. So we're going to have
0: someone from every band of our band could be your life. Yes. And then we'll get Michael Azarad in here. Yeah. I'm pretty confident we could get him in. We can get them in for sure. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be as a rad.
2: <coughs> oh, really quick, sorry. Back to pickers. I don't think they actually sell any of that, of that stuff. Have,
3: well, that is, and this is my problem with Storage Wars yeah. and that shit. Yeah,
2: just really quick. Yeah.
3: It's like they go in and they're like, oh, this is like a $100 bill here. It's like, no, it's not. Like, Or like someone <coughs> estimates, like at the most you could get $1,200. And like, well, I made 600 bucks. It's yeah. like until you actually sell it for that much, you didn't get that. Like this yeah. coffee cup is worth 500 <laughs> bucks, Mike. Like. Yeah.
2: Right. It's as good as money. Or they're just going through shit, and they're like, they're like, just look at this. They're like, bag of clothes, easy, 50 bucks. And yeah. I'm like, 50
3: <laughs> yeah. bucks? Or like dude. some broken down refrigerator. Like, well, I could get 75 for this. It's like, for from who?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Storage Wars makes me crazy, too, when they're like, they buy a unit that's obviously owned by, like, a homeless person, and there's nothing in there, and, like, somebody was living in the unit, and they're like, wait a second, hold on. And they pull out, like, gold coins, or they'll pull out, like, uh olive oil's shoes yeah, from yeah. Popeye, like, you know, and you're it's like, the
3: constitution. Yeah, yeah,
2: and totally. Like, <laughs> and that one dude who's always like,
0: yup. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, oh, like you? Like, the worst dude he's ever? Worst.
2: All, like, I get it, like the whole, like, they have to have the characters <gasps> and he's the dick, but dude.
0: That uh, show, I was in a hotel. It's uh, hard to watch. That's where you get in a marathon. I, I, got, I was watching yeah. a marathon. I was like, this is stupid. But, there, a show just got announced recently on the CW that is the dumbest thing ever, but I kind of want to watch. Competitive musical chairs. I would love to watch people run around, and especially if they can just fight. I thought they should do a serial show called Porridge Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. And from that comedy, <laughs> <laughs> from the comedy of Jonah Bear, we will go talk to Vanessa Bear. Oh, wait, hey, you guys have the la- same last name. Yeah, she's much funnier, though. She would never tell that to <laughs> <laughs> It's going on track! So, real quick. So, you're on Saturday Night Live. Yes. That's kind of cool.
4: It's pretty, yeah. It's...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) It's very fun and
4: cool. Uh, I almost quoted my...
0: (laughs) You almost quoted catchphrase. You almost quoted Yeah, you almost <laughs> catchphrased it up. Wow, that'd have been really funny. I
4: have to be yeah, sometimes I catch myself saying it.
0: Because there like, would be licensing issues and we would be whatever. Well, I just I have to
4: keep my reality and my act you know separate. Keep it completely
0: separate. <laughs> uh just sidebar, um because everyone was talking about it and even like my wife's friends who, you know, are all parents. So SNL is just now a memory for them. <laughs> I DVR. Yeah. Uh the, the recent Kardashian bit, the commercial about the divorce, was the funniest damn thing.
1: Oh. That
0: was so awesome. You guys are so good in that.
4: Thanks so it's much. killing me. They um, they did a really great job of writing it really funny. And everyone's impressions are so – like, I feel – like, Nassim looks so much like her yeah. when she has that makeup on. <laughs> and she sounds so – and Abby is like so, – like, everyone – and then for the first time, Kristen was – Chris and yeah. looks so much like her. Amazing. And like it was um it was so fun and um and we got this is another side note about it is that do you watch say yes to the dress? Do you guys watch that? No. I knew I knew the answer would be no, but um yes. It, it takes place at this store Kleinfeld's, which is so awesome. And like I always was like when I watch that show I'm always like god, I want to go there.
1: Wait, is that the wedding dress place?
4: Yeah. I'm it's like, like the huge wedding dress it's place. Like tw-
1: in the 20s I think that's where we got my wife's wedding dress.
4: I bet you did, if
1: you were smart about steel. it. Yeah. Oh, is this the
0: place? It's for, probably it's, it's all on the rack, and you have to like fight for stuff. No,
4: that that's like a specific it, that happens there. Yeah, and it happens somewhere else, like Bloomingdale's, or I don't know where the, but they have like a day where that happens. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, it's like a huge bridal yeah. place, and it, it isn't. It, it's probably enormous. It looks like it is on TV. I've it never been It's pretty there.
1: enormous, and it was. And the funny thing was, was that everybody there seemed like, it's in Manhattan, right? It's on like twenty six. I
4: think so, today. yeah.
1: But everybody there was totally from Jersey or Long Island. Really? So, yeah, it seemed like, it seemed like that type of person. Well. Their day they came in. Maybe. I mean, we were there a couple times, so it was pretty surreal. And it's funny, I didn't know that, because we got, I mean, we got married four, five years ago. Okay, which, but yeah, at the time I thought this is a show right here,
4: the, and it was. I think it started. I think it's on its like. You were right because I think it's on its it like the next day, fifth or it, it's on. It's been on for like several seasons. Oh,
3: okay, someone read your mind that day. Someone read your mind. <laughs> maybe it was, it was the camera maybe camera crew. There was a camera crew there that day. I just figured <laughs> maybe
4: it was your idea. Um, <laughs> anyways, the dresses that we wore in it were from there, oh. and they were Panina Tournay's, which. Again, you have to watch the show or be independently really into bridal dresses. I'm sure which, those
0: words and syllables you just said would mean something to my wife. Yeah. She'd be like, "Oh, yes, yeah. of course."
4: So, our dresses were like <clears throat> so it was like so fun and um it was like I felt like I was on that show a little bit. And like they cuz you know how in their in Kim's wedding, um Chloe and Courtney wore like bri- like their bridesmaids dresses were like basically like sort of like bridal dresses. Yes. So we got to wear those all day, which was fun because they make your waist really small because they, like, lace it up the back. They're functioning not- machines, brother, Yeah, out. but we had them on for so long <laughs> that it was, like, by the end of it, like, um, our ribs were <laughs> – because it was a long shoot, but very fun. Now,
0: I want to talk about – just because my my history of – well, you is from being friends with Jonah yeah. and hearing about you, and, and I remember he would talk about you doing improv and, and – w- one point, he was like, yeah, Vanessa's in town. Her cruise ship is here. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? And you you basically, so so from, I love your story from, I guess, from that to SNL, or even before that. Like, how did you get from, decide, I want to do improv. I want to do comedy. And then you just basically did the path of how you worked it to death and then got on Saturday Night Live. It's just a great story.
4: Um, yeah, I, I just, I was in college and I was in a sketch group. Um, an all female sketch comedy and musical parody group called Bloomers, which I talk about a lot. Love it. Which is why I wanted to just Where'd you go to college? Be real specific and so everyone knows the details. <laughs> I went to University of Pennsylvania in Philly. Okay. Um, and so I was in this all female sketch group there and that and I loved it. And I was like, um and before that I had been more focused on like school and
0: what is Ivy League?
4: It. It is an Ivy League institution. (laughs) So
0: you're you're doing bloomers, University of Pennsylvania, doing sketch stuff, and then you're like, school, forget it, I want to do sketch. Yeah,
4: so I was like, um, I was, um, I spent a couple summers in New York interning, and the first summer I interned, I I took a class at Gotham Comedy Club and started doing stand-up. And then I interned um, at Sesame Workshop and at Oxygen, and I was like learning how TV and all that stuff works a little. And Sesame Street was like so so then the next summer I interned, um, I took an improv class at, um, UCB and I interned at Conan and, um, what Nickelodeon. Year did you, what
0: year did you intern at Conan? This was.
4: I interned the summer of 2003.
0: Okay. So you were a production person at Conan. Did you get to work with the writers or see all I that I got worked? to like
4: meet with, like I met with one of the writers to ask her about it, how, you know, and um, I, I like sort of, I really liked that show a lot and yeah. I got to sort of see how it worked. And um, it seemed like a lot of the writers there had come from Chicago. Um, and so that's sort of, and I had a friend, um, my friend Colleen was in my improv class and she had just moved to New York from Chicago and was like, if you want to do comedy, it's really good to start out in Chicago. And, and like, again, like so many of the writers had done like Second City and IO and stuff in Chicago. Yeah. So that's sort of like the summer that I got the idea to go to Chicago, even though my parents were really supportive and nice about it. But I think that they were sort of thinking, and I can't remember if they told me this at the time. I think they sort of did, but later they told me like they were sort of like, why? Like we were wondering why after spending two summers in New York and making all these connections in New York, like why you would be like, "Oh, I'm going to Chicago." But um did
0: yeah, they understand now? Especially they you know, do, and
4: I think they did at the time. Yeah. They sort of were like, "Whatever you think, you know more, you know about this industry." But they were sort of, I think, a little it's like no.
0: It goes back that. to Belushi, and actually, it goes before that. Like everything yeah. goes back to Chicago for yeah. some reason. Yeah. What's funny is when my
3: band would play in Chicago, we would have Vanessa open for us. <laughs> yeah. The Love Kill. Really? Yeah. Stand up? Yeah, yeah. Like a how many a couple of times, was, right?
4: Yeah, because I have this alter ego, Vanessa B. Um it's a really different
0: B <laughs> or B period.
4: Vanessa B, um, B, like B period. Like B by itself.
0: Um I'm and stuck on the details thing. Yeah, no, earlier, no, no, so no, I no, no. Sure.
4: Yeah, yeah. just Vanessa B. Um, <clears throat> You know, short for Vanessa Bayer, but...
0: It's an alter ego. It's
4: an alter ego. And um, Batman
0: and Bruce Wayne, they kept the alliteration.
4: Yeah, probably. exactly. So it's that kind of, that's probably where I got it.
3: Not to be confused with the other alter ego Vanessa has when we order cookies at her apartment <laughs> Veronica Bayer.
4: I have. Veronica Bayer. Because there's, an, <laughs> you
3: there's a new an, one now.
4: There's an, Now that I've given <laughs> it away, there's an insomnia cookies near me because I live um, near NYU. And I um, and was like, once Jill and I were ordering cookies, and I was like, God, I don't want them to think like I'm like some loser who like orders cookies <laughs> at like midnight. And, you know, so I made an account under v- Veronica Bayer.
3: <laughs> and they deliver them in like a pizza box and then it's just full of cookies.
4: It's like a thing. It started on Penn University of It's campus, actually. It was like a Wharton student came up with that idea. And now they're like at all these different college campuses. And there's one near NYU. And so I have a. Account under Veronica Bayer, but I always order them to Jonah Bayer. I don't know if you know that, Jonah.
0: No, but that's fine.
4: So Vanessa never is in there. So I think that I'm safe.
0: I like how all of your alter egos are just switching <laughs> several vowels. It's like the laziest it's alter like, ego. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: I don't even want to put any effort into thinking of it. Instead
0: of Christina Temple Smith <laughs> from the Upper East Side, <laughs> Veronica Bayer. It's like, it's like uh, all of your passwords for everything on the internet must be really simple. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa 3-4. No one will get that. Ha, ha, ha. Account safe. Um, so you go from New York to Chicago, yeah. which is a big deal. She's Even like, though I Chicago- can't believe you just gave away
1: my password. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Hackers online right now. I can see that. Crap. Uh, all these cookies were ordered somewhere in the Middle East because that's where hackers live. Uh, wow. So you go to Chicago, which is one of the greatest cities ever. Yeah. That doesn't suck. That's kind of an incentive to go there.
4: Yeah. So, it, and also because my parents live in Cleveland, it was like, mm-hmm. it was nice because I was pretty close to them. Right. And um, so I started doing improv there.
0: Wait, Joan, are your parents live in Cleveland too? Yes. Okay.
4: Same parents.
0: Oh, okay. God. <laughs> <laughs> i made that joke three times today. <laughs> okay. I, made it at, I
3: went to yoga this morning and I made it. Oh, yeah, you did. And then I made it again. And then you just, yeah.
4: Jonah and I did yoga today, and one of the people working there said, You guys look alike. And Jonah was like, Same parents. <laughs> and they politely laughed.
3: I got a lot of laughs, I think.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> go ahead. Okay. I, get, I get a laugh with my twin girls when when, when people.
4: Oh, I forgot that you are twins. twins. I can't believe I, I forgot that. That's
0: yeah, awful. Um, twi- <laughs>
4: gonna, I bet there's. Oh, I've seen pictures of them. They're really cute.
0: They're Facebooked out. It's yeah. bonkers. When people will be like, um, they'll come over like, Oh my God, twins. And I go, Careful, they bite. You know, Or um, I was coming out of a bye-bye baby, and these people were like, oh, twins. And I went, dude, they're totally selling kids in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then my wife comes out and immediately goes, what did you say to those people? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's the name of the store. Get it? And then she just which she always does looks disappointed and shakes her head I love that
3: strangers just approach you all the time now
0: oh you have twins it's like it's, yeah it's a ticket yeah it's like and to the point now I just seem rude because I'm like I know they're twins and I walk away <laughs> you should
4: go like you should be like I also have a show on TV <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. so you moved to Chicago and t- how did you choose because um, I, I've taken a Joan and I both taken a couple classes at UCB and you learn like, they, you know, they give you the broad stroke yeah. history and you know they're like read this book and read everything and There's Improv Olympic Second City and you see the annoyance,
4: the annoyance, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So like, did you just say I'm going to take everything?
4: Well, I I did want to take everything, but um, it was I was lucky because I had my friend Colleen who was sort of like I could ask her questions who had lived who was now in New York but had lived in in Chicago and um, some people take them all at once, but I but I sort of felt like, based on what people's experiences, that it might be good to do them one at a time, because um, I was sort of like, they do teach, they all teach improv, but they all teach them a little bit differently. Right. So I felt like I've, it seemed like some people, you know, some people had a great time taking them all at once, but other people it was confusing. Right. So I took, so I took IO first, which was great because for whatever reason. Um, almost everyone in my class was like, had just moved to Chicago. So, and it's like instantly I made all these friends like, cause it's a real, it's pretty small. Like it's a lot of people go there, but that theater itself isn't very big. So you just, and you, once you're taking classes, you can go for free, you know, to all the shows and stuff. So it was like instantly like all these friends, all these people that I just moved there and were looking for friends. And like, it gave me like a real community right away. Um, and then it, during the day, I worked like at a I got a job at like a production company. Oh, that's
0: cool! How many years in Chicago? Six. Okay, right on. Yeah,
4: almost exactly six. I think it ended up being like six years and one month.
0: Now, did you like when you do all the schools? Did you do you graduate? Is it like UCB or whatever? You have to be approved to like various advanced levels, then become part of a company.
4: So IO isn't, but you have to at the end of your. It's like six levels. I think they're each like eight weeks or something. Mm-hmm you either get put on a team or you don't. And if you don't get put on, you get put on like a Herald team that like performs every, you rehearse and you perform at the theater. Right. Um, and so some people get put on teams and some people don't. And if you don't get put on a team, you can audition. Every few months, they'll have like auditions if you want to get on a team. But I got put on a team and my team is actually, and teams get cut pretty frequently there. And my team is actually still together. Really? Yeah. And so we just, had like our six year anniversary or What's something like that. It's called Revolver. Nice. And we're still together. And like some people have left, you know, moved away or whatever and left. And then other people have come in, you know, um, cause teams like sometimes teams will get broken up and then people from those teams will get put on other teams and whatever. But um, our team is still together, which is pretty, there's very few teams that are like that.
0: Is yours the longest running?
4: It's, I don't think it is the longest running. I, there's a team there called deep schwa that I think is the longest running, Fuck them. but I might be
0: wrong. Deep shit.
4: The reckonings pretty long. There's a lot. There's. I feel like I, yeah. But ours is pretty. That's a pretty long time. It's
0: pretty awesome. Now you and you have a team here, right? The Comiskey or is that just a group? So of, that's
4: a group of people that um, are from Chicago that like work for SNL or Thirty right. Rock or ha- have worked for them. It's we. I think we've only done like three or four shows, but um, yeah. It's really fun to
3: do. Jonah took show. me to one.
0: It was hilarious. Oh, yeah, Stephen yeah, went to one. That's I'm,
3: right. Yeah
0: crying laughing you guys did something in the middle of a herald we're just i don't know how it happened or how it got back together but everything just went completely apeshit which was just like (laughs) gibberish and running around and people flipping over and holding upside down and then it just went back to the scene and there was no reason for it no purpose and i remember just going do that again that was phenomenal it's bonkers all right so uh revolver still there now did you how did you go from chicago what what's next? Was it the cruise ship? Because this is
4: so. Then I, so then I started taking classes at Second City. Yes. And Second City, you do after the first level or something, you have to audition to keep going. And then, then I took started taking classes at Annoyance. And then I got you Second City. You can audition like they have auditions like about once a year for their touring companies and for their the cruise ship. Now, which the cruise ship is a pretty new thing. Like now, I guess it's been around for like eight years or something, but it's. Is that right? It's like a fairly new it's thing right. to Second City. Maybe five years. Anyways, but um, so then, so then, I, I, um, so then I, w- I auditioned for Second City, I think for like my third time. And, um, and I got hired as an understudy for the touring company and to go on this cruise ship. And then I was working at an ad agency at that time. And then I was finally able to stop working nine to five jobs when I went on this cruise ship which was, I think, in February of 2008.
3: And I went I went on one of the cruises. Yeah, my
4: parents and
0: Jonah that came. Amazing. Oh, yeah, probably. I
3: remember. It. Yeah, yeah, And how was it? It was fun. All, all I remember is, like, uh, like the last night, like there was, like, a crew bar or something that, like, you could only get in, and, like, everyone was, like, so freaked out about someone going in there that wasn't, like, a crew. Certain people were, like, really yeah. freaked out. And, like, I was like, what's going to happen? Like, I was like, like oh, well, there's, like, you can't go in this bar. Like it's only for crew. They're gonna know. And I just like walked in, and it was like totally fine. No, and it was like they're acting like they're gonna like throw you off the ship. I was like, we're on a boat. Like I'm like <laughs> I'm like a customer. Like what are they gonna do? That would say like get out of here? Like, I think
4: what? the concern was that like I would get in
3: trouble. Oh, gotcha. But I thought like they were gonna like throw me in some kind of jail. So it was like, whatever. It was
0: just like people sitting around drinking Heineken. <laughs> oh, candy. Vanessa's gonna get reprimanded and tied yeah. to a mast. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, it was. But it was. And what kind of cruise ship has a mast? Right. <laughs> But yeah, it was,
3: <laughs> it was a fun. I thought that
4: was a fun. It was trip. fun.
0: So yeah. how many shows a night on the cruise ship? Or? Oh
4: man, you weren't. We, we weren't real label. So intensive? little. Yeah, we had one. <laughs> we had. We started off with back-to-back sketch shows that were like forty, like fifty minutes, mm-hmm. like less than an hour. Um, and then they decided that we'd get a better audience if we just did one. So we did. So like Thursday night, we had one like forty-five to fifty-minute sketch show with like a couple of improv games in it. Friday night, we did, like, a 45-minute improv show for, like, families or whoever wanted to come. And then Saturday night, we did a late-night adult-only improv show, which the only difference was, like – Was like, people were like, if we asked for a suggestion, people would always give us like penis or something, but we would only take it on Saturday night. So, like, we wouldn't, we would just ignore it on Friday night. So, basically, there were no difference. And then, so we did, so we did a Friday night and a Saturday night improv, like short form improv shows, which like improv games and stuff. And then um we taught we switched off like teaching a workshop on like Saturday or something. Oh wow.
3: I just also remembered I don't know if this was Friday or Saturday, I was at one of the shows and it was like packed, kinda like older crowd, and uh someone gave a suggestion of Helen Keller. Do you remember this?
4: Oh my god. And it I just went do.
3: totally like things got so dark and I felt like it was like not the right audience and like it was pretty rough. I think like I can't remember exactly what happened. But I, I, think... I can
4: imagine who in in my <laughs> cast probably <laughs> probably really took a
0: liking to that one, but
4: or really like
0: yeah yeah. Really, they really committed stayed to it out of it. Yeah, yeah I think he did. Somebody yeah. got tied to the map. Um <laughs> How many years were you on the cruise ship?
4: Just four months. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I think if I had done it for over a year, like you just it becomes like an alt. It's like an like people stay on it for years and yeah. years. But um, I've. I w- four months was sort of, like, enough for me. I, I feel like it's, like, a different reality there.
3: It's, like, doing, it's, like, touring. It's, like, all our friends who just, like, work in tour managers or, like, sell merch on Warp Tour and stuff. It's, like, they just do three tours a year, and then they hang out at home. And they're always wow. on the road. I think that's how those people are, too. Yeah, like a lot of people will <laughs> do it. Save up, they, You don't spend any money on their ship, so I imagine if you work for four months, you could hang out for a few months.
4: You just, I mean, you spend money, like, if you go onto the islands and stuff, but, like, yeah, yeah. you're not paying rent or
3: anything like that. And so much food.
4: So much free food,
3: <laughs> just everywhere. Yeah, they were safe.
1: Four months was it? Four months
3: straight, like every day. Yeah,
4: so it was. Um, so you would
3: dock, right? It was
4: eighteen weeks, I think, and we would dock every Sunday. And so for the first two for the first two months, we docked in Miami every week for like um, ten hours or something. Maybe not even that. Um, and then for the second two months, we docked in New York, which was great because I got to see Jonah and other friends that lived here. And is that when I when we met mm-hmm. and like you were getting a tattoo of a band?
3: Yeah, you were at Eastside Inc. That'd be convenient. Getting tattooed. Oh wait,
0: were we shooting? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. That's when I got the Rocket from the Crypt tattoo because John Reese from Rocket and Night Marchers and every other band we like was coming by and I thought he'd be impressed. He thought it was cool. <laughs> but that's it. like he's the, everyone who likes that band gets that tattoo. So I wasn't doing anything new. I just did right, it. Gotcha. I just did it after they broke up okay because that's timing but yeah that's right yeah you were docked in new york so you came in that
4: tattoo place yeah that
0: was
3: fun
4: i remember like being real impressed by that tattoo place because i thought of tattoo places as being like
0: seedy and gross with things on the wall that you flip through and go i want this tribal thing with the butterfly that says like mother yeah (laughs) you know he's that that place is actually very legit they put a lot of time into like we're not going to make this stupid
4: they should get a show
0: they turned it down
4: Whoa! They turned down
0: New York Inc. My friend Josh. uh, It was like can uh, we talk about New York Inc. for a second? Jonah and
4: I watched it. I'm clearly the sibling that has cable, (laughs) 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 just because like we watch all shows at my house. I'm sure you could afford. it.
0: And Jonah doesn't have cable. I don't.
4: Jonah reads a lot more than I do.
0: So you've done the, the, the cruise ships, and obviously now ensconced in the improv world, have have you know experience and on teams and doing things. I like the fact you said you auditioned a couple times for Second City.
4: Yeah, you know what's so funny is, um, so people audition like once a year, right. and it usually takes a few years to to get hired mm-hmm. by them. It, you know, if you get hired, and what's funny is that like, I had always heard there's like one person. There's like no one ever gets hired on their first audition, really. And someone was saying like people would say like, oh, there's like one or two people that have ever gotten hired, like one person. And um, I, and I was talking to Jason um, Sudeikis, uh A couple weeks ago, and he said that he is the person that got hired on his first audition.
3: That's crazy, isn't
4: that crazy? Right on. Um, But uh, so I, yeah, so I auditioned a few times, and basically the audition is like improv, Mm -hmm. and then, um, and then when you get called back, you do like improv. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's still like this, but you do improv, and then you do like one of their scripted scenes too. Um, But yeah, so I auditioned a few times, um, and they're sort of like the only um improv theater in Chicago that really pays like that you can really like well, yeah, the touring companies yeah. and now the cruise
0: ship there's like it's a game. yeah you know? and
4: then there's the main stages which right. is sort of like the big um that's like when people think of the second city that's sort of they think of like the main stage and the etc stage and so then I started understudying those when I got back from the cruise ship
0: that's awesome um, so you no, know, but SNL you only had one audition for SNL or you'd auditioned before?
4: Yeah, I only had one audition.
0: See, Jimmy was... Fallon said he had like five, so that's pretty cool.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, he... yeah. I'm so happy because I was just telling someone this the other day. Like people, like people have auditioned multiple times. I like don't know what I would have done if I had to come back. Like I used all my best stuff, and I don't know what what I would have if I had to do it. But so yeah, I, well, I auditioned several times, like within this one. Like I auditioned in Chicago. Well, twice. I auditioned in Chicago. And then they flew me up to New York, and then I auditioned like on the stage in New York. And I did a lot of the same things, and then I added some stuff to it.
0: What do they have you do in the audition?
4: They basically give you five minutes, and they're like, do whatever you want. Like, show us your best stuff. Wow. So... Um, no pressure.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. How, who's, like, sitting? Like, how is, and is it? And, how well, is it? what's... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Like, what's the... What, just describe what the room Yeah,
4: well, like. it's like. like you go into the studio where... Or at least we, you go into the studio where like the host comes out um, to to introduce the show, like it's yes. called the home base, and um, when when I auditioned, it was like um, you know there's there's people watching. I couldn't see exactly who was there, um, but people are watching, and you're basically it's dark and you're on the stage, and um, it's like a screen test, like they're taping you, um, and um, it was like it was like so fun. Like I was so when I I interned at Conan. Um, I had a pass, like I had a page, the same pass that like the pages had. Do you remember this? And I would like, I somehow figured out that on weekends I could like get anywhere with my pass. So I would bring like friends and we brought my cousins in once and we would just like go on that SNL stage. And then we would like see pages like giving tours like above us and I'd be like, we we should probably get out of here. But You start
0: doing scenes immediately. But
4: yeah, yeah. But it was cool to like be on that stage and not like as an adult and actually be like, on that stage, you know, for a reason, not just, like, goofing around. With so is
0: it a lot of people watching for the second audition? Is, is that where Lauren is like, or is Lauren at all? Yeah,
4: he was at the one in Chicago, too. That's great. Um, but I think it was, like, um, I don't even remember. I think it must have been, like, 20 people. I think it was a lot of people. Like, I don't know that it's always that many people in years past. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, so we... Uh, So I was just on that stage. So
0: you do your best stuff. And then uh, how do you find out you're on the show? Is it one of the, you know, famous Lauren stories? Like we had one of the producers, uh, a couple of producers before Mike that I worked with at Fuse was one of Lauren's assistants. And I know he has a couple and she would tell stories about you know people waiting for hours to get in to like to go into Lauren's office, and that was like his thing. If you read the SNL book, people wait for like a couple of hours yeah, for a meeting yeah. with him, that kind of thing. Is any of that? Did any of that happen? To well, you they called.
4: Then I went home, and then they called me, and they they flew me up again mm-hmm. um, to um, to meet with some people, and one of the people was Lauren that that I met with, mm-hmm. and. um So like I had drinks with some of the people that worked there one night and then the next day everyone had this one-on-one meeting with Mm -hmm. Lauren, which I actually, I didn't know that that was going to happen. And so um, I think I did wait, um, I don't know that it was that long, I think maybe a half hour or something. And then I met with him for like 10 minutes or something like that.
0: And what what happened there?
4: He just was like really nice, like he was just asking about what I did and he was telling me about the show. Mm -hmm. And... um, he was like asking about my family and stuff and it was like um it was just like a really nice like meeting and i like it was just i remember like he he has a desk and then he has like two chairs in front of his desk and he like came around and sat in one of the chairs which i remember thinking was so nice mm-hmm. you know cuz he could have been like po- like you know what i mean He's such an, you know, a powerful guy. Like he could have just like stayed on that side, which would have been fine. I wouldn't have been like he stayed at his side of the desk. But I thought it was so nice that he came over, um, and it was just really he was just really nice. Like, and
0: does he give you the final say? Does he is he the one that says you're on the show or?
4: Oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, to you. He's I not mean, the like... one that called. No, because then if then like a week or so, a little bit after that, one of the producers called me to tell me.
0: Your brother is, you know, way into music and stuff and, you know, worked for Alternative Press, you know, music journalist, wrote for a fantastic television program uh, that interviewed <laughs> bands. Um, when you're growing up...
4: Which I want to talk about that in a second, because he used to tell me that he would write things, like, for you to say about, right?
3: Like, I would write in, like, inside jokes. Oh, God, yeah. With the bands and then make Stephen ask him about it on national television <laughs> and, like, it was <laughs> usually, actually... Took that took our show super off track. Yeah, like they'd be doing an interview, and then Stephen be like, "I uh, Tony, I heard from Motion City, he's like Tony, I heard you you tried to drink one beer and threw up <laughs> like a year ago, <laughs> and you'd have to tell this whole story <laughs> like they're promoting a record or something, <laughs> and it's like so out of context, <laughs> and like you'd be like, I was at this thing, I drank this beer really fast, and then I got sick, and like was
4: it because like you didn't know that that was gonna be on your
3: no, Stephen, I felt like I like they'd be like, uh, All American Rejects are coming on. I'd be like, Oh, this dude has like one of these like double wide bikes that are weird. Like we should like bring it up and make fun of him. And then yeah. like in the middle of the interview, I'd tell Stephen, like, cool. In the middle of the interview, he'd be like, You've of these huge bikes, and you'd be like, oh, Actually, I do. And then They'd start talking about that instead of like their video. Why do you have
0: that? Yeah, we just it always just go. It was little of the precursor to what we're doing now. Just go completely off the rails. Yes. Yeah, he would put in things, and then um. The weirdest thing Jonah put in that just that that I disagreed with vehemently was, "I don't know why, but you had just a visceral reaction to the movie Juno." Yes.
4: Oh my God, I remember that Jonah was like, "Don't see that movie."
0: And he'd always be like, "Yeah, this movie has got this guy's around the Juno soundtrack. That movie's stupid, by the way." And so is Ellen Page. I'm like, "I'm not saying this."
4: <laughs> oh my God, Dude,
2: you're, that was no. You forgetting the Chrissy Hines show? That was Did, I'd never that, seen Jonah
3: so angry. The Juno thing was pretty. Like for about six months, <laughs> like whenever I met someone, I would ask them if they saw Juno. If they liked it, I wouldn't want to be their friend. <laughs> like I was so irritated by everything about. Like the dialogue, the acting, just it it really like viscerally (laughs) just bugged me in so many ways. (laughs) I was like, I was like, oh, they made Napoleon Dynamite, and now this happens. (laughs) Like, and I I like Napoleon Dynamite, and that made me hate it because I was like, let's make something quirky and like put in like dumb catchphrases and like Sunny D isn't that hilarious? They're drinking Sunny D. Like everything about that movie was just.
4: Let's not get him started. i gonna you
0: know, it's, it's gonna keep it's going. going. It's gonna I think going. I just
3: undid all that <laughs> yoga. Just hearing the word Juno,
0: <laughs> your Kundalini is now wrecked.
3: But Could you j- hate it more than Chrissy Hund dude. I couldn't even watch Inception because Ellen Page was in it. Like I can't even deal with anything. You know what? To you know Juno. what's gonna?
0: You know what's gonna cure your 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 Ellen Page ness? Watch the movie Super with Rain Wilson. Yeah, I just watched it last week. You'll. You'll really it's good? It. It's right. awesome. I mean, I feel like it's time. It, for me it'll to It'll change everything. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she, I'll I mean, see that, and that'll
3: good be. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she's great. Great. I, I
4: think you're gonna. I think you're gonna. All right,
3: to I'm gonna like see it. that, and we'll see what
0: happens. She's a great person. She likes cat power. <laughs> that's <laughs> made that's a kind of, that's kind know, of another two. I did that on good. I did that on purpose. You're on the show and season two, for you.
4: Yes. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah.
0: And it's fun, right? It's so fun. It just seems like fun.
4: It's a lot of fun. Everyone's really nice.
0: Thank uh, you for having me come by and watch one time with Jonah. Yeah.
4: What show did you guys come Dana to? Dana Carvey. Oh, that's right. And he came over to yeah. our table and everything. He came day. over
0: to you and was like, it was so great working with you. And we're like.
4: <laughs> he was like so nice. I must yeah,
0: have been. he was that. really he nice. He
4: was so nice. And he was so interested in like every, what everyone's paths to the show were and stuff.
0: I, from coming from television. When you watch SNL, and, and I've heard Amy Pollard discuss this, and I think it was a WTF podcast where—
4: Oh, I listened to
3: that.
0: She talks about how she's on some talk show, and they had to move a couch, and the union guys are like, Everybody out of the way! Move! Gotta get moved! Gotta move! Gotta move! Yeah. And she said, that's at SNL, and I saw it when I was there. It's so quiet. Everyone knows what they're doing. I was standing in front of Lauren. We were going out to see Linkin Park, who was playing, and he's like, Pardon me? And I'm like, What?! <laughs> Like you can say move fucker it's your this is your house like you can do whatever. I mean I didn't say that I I just politely moved right, right. and walked in and watched Chester you know but it's so smooth it's down to a science it's amazing to see god if you haven't seen it Mike or Brad it's awesome yeah it's just that that's got to be cool just cuz I'm a big fan of cruise in general like every show I've worked on it's like learned way back when become friends with the crew they're just always awesome. Yeah. And they're just usually, you know, just blue-collar people. This is their gig, you know?
4: Um, I asked – it's so funny you say that because I just finally asked one of the cameramen my, my like, all-time question about um camera <laughs> <laughs> angles and stuff, which is that, like, you know how um most talk shows, like, late-night talk shows or whatever, it seems like and, – and SNL probably this is true for, too, like – it is true for it. It seems like the studio is so huge, and then when you see the studio, it's, like, much smaller than it looks like on TV. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how does that happen? Is it just because you're not shooting the, c- the ceiling, you know? And then um, they said it's something with the lens. <laughs> so that's the answer.
0: Well, you know how you know but, how a, cam- a camera adds 10 pounds. It also adds 10 feet. I guess
4: so. No. <laughs> but seriously, like, have you ever – like, when I internet Conan – and I guess that studio is—I don't—I guess that studio is maybe, I'm not sure what maybe Dr. Oz or something yep, now. It's Dr. Oz. Now. It's Dr. Oz now, but that studio—it um, wasn't very big. And it looks like when Conan would come out, it looked like he was in this enormous. And that's all. I guess the lens makes it. They sort of explained it to me.
2: Was it a wide angle? It was a wide lens? probably? Yeah. Yeah. Really wide angle lens. I've seen it too. Because Conan's studio was tiny. Yeah. yeah. And also the way they would shoot the band, but when you're like, that's when you go to the studio. You're like, that's where the band is right yeah, next yeah, to you. Yeah, like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It looks like the band plays. It looks in a like whole, it's like yeah. So, yeah. so far away. Yeah, and it's like they're both right here. Yeah.
4: And that's like our studio's big. I mean, it has a lot of different stages in it. Yeah. But it's not like, uh like a what do you call those things?
3: You know, uh, arena. Er.
4: Yeah, like arena is a good. It's not Pithenium a word. arch,
0: for, forced thrust. I was a theater major. Um, yeah, it they, it makes everything look bigger. We we shot in like a gazillion different studios over at Fuse, and it was you know one time we shot in a room that was literally a quarter the size of this. They put and, us in that closet, and the they made that look large. Actually, no, that still looks smaller. It still kind of looks small. People are like, "Why is the wall at an angle?" <laughs> said said the internet fan who doesn't exist.
3: So we were we were actually just talking earlier about what music you listened to growing up, and I just remembered. I was thinking about it. And the only thing I remember really is we went to the Lilith Fair once together.
4: Yeah. You won tickets and you I took I won me, tickets on so the radio.
3: Nice. Yeah. I
4: think that was my first concert, too.
3: <laughs> really? You won? what possessed
0: you to go? <laughs> I'm going to call in for this concert. I was like in
3: high school and they were like, we're giving away tickets to Lilith Fair. Was something. Alanis Morissette
0: on that one? I would have liked to have seen that.
3: Th- was Sarah McLaughlin on it? It was Sarah
4: McLaughlin who oh, was she's like awesome. my favorite. Growing yeah, up, you really liked I her. I loved My first CD was Under the Pink, was Tori Amos. But so That's a good record. I was always into that kind of like those Jewel. female vocalists. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was like it was Sarah McLachlan. I can't remember. if I've been to three Lilith Fair.
3: Was Melissa Etheridge on it maybe or something?
0: Yeah, I maybe. would say, say probably yeah. the, the Indigo <laughs> Girls. Indigo girls. <laughs> then, yeah. I
4: did a, then I did a um, summer program at Michigan or something, and we t- they took us there too. It was like the oh, same really? summer, and then I think I went the next summer too. But um, it was yeah, it was like you know who was there. Um, Victoria. Oh,
3: Victoria Williams. Yeah, yeah, that was cool with David Rawlings, who plays with Gillian Welch now.
4: She has like MS or something. Yeah, like
3: that. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. She was on. She did that. She had that Pearl Jam song. She that, that She sang. Uh, Crazy. Or Crazy something. Mary. Or Ed, Ed, yeah.
4: Something, and she did it with Pearl Jam. Yeah, and she was cool. She had like her own. Yeah, she was good. Area,
3: and. It's, I don't know why I called because yeah I listened to like just like the Misfits and Operation Ivy in
0: high school. I have no I idea. I think
3: you
4: called because you're, <laughs> yeah, I called
0: because your sister. That's pretty cool. And we
4: went, yeah, and we went and we saw that, and then
0: and you it, went to Protector of all the denizens. Yes.
4: At we saw it at Blossom.
3: Yes.
0: Which
4: is where we also a few summers later saw.
3: Oh, we saw Poison.
4: Poison and Guns and No, no just Poison. It was poison.
3: It was Vince Neil, then Skid Row without Sebastian Bach, then Poison. So it was all like original. Motley
4: Crue, but just Vince all Neal. all Motley
3: Crue songs just with Vince Neal. So all Motley Crue songs, but just Vince Neal's voice, and then Skid Row with some other guy singing. But all the guys in the band.
4: It was pretty...
3: It was pretty empty. And a lot of the
4: people that were there were, we were... like... It was like people that like...
3: You can say it. They're not listening to this. They I haven't figured out podcasts exist <laughs> yet. Yeah. Okay. got a good 20 years. It was years.
4: like people that were like... Sort of like that you could tell like they were really into it when they were like teenagers or like in their 20s. But that they like the clothes they were wearing like they hadn't worn since that time. Right. Like it was I like, don't know about that. This
0: bandana is going to work maybe out not. awesome maybe
4: today.
3: Not. I think maybe some of these people just kind of.
4: There was a real 80s. Player, yes.
3: Yeah.
4: Like a real 80s feel to the. Did people you go to this
0: there. show because your sister wanted to go? I got one tickets to this show. What too, the fuck? Somehow. Dude, but you're gone. Calling...
4: Then the then not that long after that. Or maybe a few years ago, we went and we saw Guns N' Roses. Yes, yeah, so
3: which we talked about last week. Mike just saw them. Yeah. Like last week. It you just did? Like last week. I'll, I'll, yeah. So we were at the show that the one show Eagles of Death Metal played. Oh, where he's. It was in Cleveland. Out. Where he like the fired them. And then, yeah. yeah and I Ax- love Eagles of Death Metal. And I remember so, yeah. Axel Rose. And the, so here's a weird thing the crowd was great for them. Like everyone was super into it. Yeah. Like a lot of applause. And then the Suicide Are you Girls. Sure? I felt like it was fine. Was it not like that at all?
4: Here's what I think happened. <laughs> The Suicide Girls went first, It was
3: Sebastian Bach played, too. I think we didn't watch him. I think he went on first. Okay,
4: so Sebastian Bach and then the Suicide Girls, I think. And so what I think happened, which has happened to me many times when I've done stand-up and I've been, like, the third person, (laughs) this one time in particular, um, I'm not going to name the headliner, but he was not very nice to me, and... um, I wonder what he's doing. Now. Anyways, but um, <laughs> so, um, so I was third. Like people never want to see the third act. Obviously, if there's a fourth act that they're there to see, right, right. So I think what happened was that they were really excited for the Suicide Girls because that's not really. It's like a different thing. It's not. Okay. It's naked. It's skin. naked. Skin. Yeah. yeah, I want to see
0: some skin. So <laughs> then,
4: then Eagle. Then I think people thought Guns and Roses right, was, right. was going to go up, and it was Eagles of Death Metal. And I think that they got sort of like not a great response like yeah they were great but it was just like people were just like ready to see
3: so this is the best part so then after this we ran into my friend who was like do you want to come backstage my friend his name is pants pantsley um, really? And, yeah, him and his girlfriend were there, and they took us backstage. Remember? I remember that? Was so- that his Christian name? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we saw so the Suicide Girls, and we thought we were
4: gonna get to see. Oh, go ahead. So we we're
3: yeah, so that we were back there, and it was like they were about to go on. and we We're like we we're gonna watch Axel walk past us on the stage. Like we we're <laughs> hanging out by the door, like we had this spot staked that we we're staying there for like twenty minutes, like just like oh this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> and then like
0: right before he comes out, they're like we have to clear this whole area. <laughs> 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 so he like, kicked his like. Oh, I didn't get to see Axel run by. <laughs> no, we didn't. Dreads. We didn't get to see and him run by. But
4: then, when he got on, when they started performing, he was like, "Yeah, he was like."
2: He said pigeons. Yeah, I called him metal. the pigeon
3: shit metal. He was like I guess making he didn't fun of to them him. before.
2: I think because also they're really not the same style of like what? music. I think people there would be listening. to. Did you like? see the
3: interview that Jesse did after that on Buddyhead? Uh, it was like he gave an interview. He was buddies with awesome all those though. guys, and mm-hmm. like. Jesse was like, I don't know, like, they asked us to play. Like, we got our entire guarantee up front. We still got paid for all the shows. He was like, and they said they were fans. We just went up there and played and had no idea. And he's like, and so we made, like, whatever X amount of money for just doing, you know, like, like a half it makes a no gig, sense. Gig, yeah,
1: Did they get kicked off after the first show? Yeah,
3: that was the only show in the whole tour they played. And not because they did anything, just because, like, they were like, yeah, w- we don't like, like, your music sucks. Right. It's like, dude, you asked us to do this. Yeah, like, why did like- you
2: ask me here? <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, your music oh uh, wait Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy but yeah I guess that was the last big concert we went to in Cleveland. Jonah
4: Jonah's second concert ever, I think, was Guns N' Roses. It
3: was. My first was still Phil calling. Collins on the But Seriously tour ninety five.
1: <laughs> but Seriously. He <laughs> still has a t-shirt for it? I do, I do. He shirt. still wears
3: it. Yeah, I still yes. Well I had to retire it because it's like disintegrating. I don't want it I don't want to wear it because I don't want it to get messed up. Oh, that okay. shirt's awesome because on the back, instead of having the cities. It just has the flags of the countries he played on that tour, and there's like 30 of them. It's like China, but um, but yeah, my first concert was Phil Collins. With
4: Jed, I think. With yeah, cousin. then I
3: saw Guns N' Roses, and then I saw Genesis. I heard maybe I saw Genesis on the We Can't Dance tour before that.
4: Maybe, but, but it was
3: two Phil Collins-related things and Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I had no
0: idea you had this like dark Phil Collins past. Yeah. It was only when I was like 14.
4: <laughs> and and like our cousins were in town, and they wanted to go. Yeah, I don't. But then Jonah, remember. Have you told this story about... We didn't even
0: like ask team? about fun no. stories about Jonah. It's just I happening. I love him.
4: <laughs> Jonah, can I tell this story? Yeah, yeah, I've
3: written about it. Oh, yeah, you've yeah you can written it. You can tell it.
4: Jonah um, <laughs> wanted to wear... He had like this outfit with this like Guns N' Roses t-shirt and like these ripped jeans that he was going to wear at the concert with my mom to the Guns N' Roses That's concert. That's important to have
0: your I band was, clothes when you are a teenager. i how old was.
3: It was in 91, really young. so I was like 13. I was born in okay. 79. Are you 91. sure you were even 13? No, I was probably 12. You're
4: probably 12. Okay. okay. So um, so Jonah's 12. You're, this is the usual like illusion tour
3: before yeah. the records had come out because they kept getting pushed back.
4: Um, and so he got a bloody nose right before the they left. I used
3: to get a lot of bloody <laughs> noses <laughs> for some reason.
0: Self-induced.
3: So he got
4: blood all over his jeans.
3: I started bleeding and I was like, oh, this will look cool on my jeans. <laughs> Cause like they're already torn up like light colored (laughs) jeans and I was just straight up like I'm gonna look like such a a badass with like dry blood so (laughs) I held my nose over them and just like gush blood all over and yeah I went to the concert with my mom (laughs) so I like showed up and it's like I was wearing like some bandana and like this t shirt and these torn up jeans with like red
0: crusty blood. That's awesome.
4: And, my, and mom got the tickets from like this guy on like
3: from like, like that the she newspaper. found in the paper. Yeah, yeah.
4: Like she went to like an office to get to the tickets, and then I remember after the concert she was saying like the guy that was I don't know if you remember this, but she was like the guy that was sitting next to us is like works with bands or is like a publicist or something. I don't know what he did. And she was like, and he said that these guys are always doing drugs and they're always drinking. And stuff like she was like,
3: but well, it was so funny because it was like the one thing I remember of that show was Skid Row Open. They were on the Slaves of the Grind tour, and I didn't know I knew what swear words were for sure. Like I don't think I used them, but I'd seen them in movies and stuff. Yeah, but I had never heard so many of them. <laughs> like I was like, I can't believe people talk like every like other word out of Sebastian Bach's mouth and Axel Roses, and it was like. I feel like you hear that now, you're, like, used to it. But, yeah. like, at the time, it was, like, mind-blowing. I was, like, oh, my gosh, these guys keep saying these crazy words, like, over and over. Like <laughs> and this, my mom is here. Yeah, and my mom <laughs> is here. Like, this is how people talk. Like, this is, it, yeah. like, blew my mind. I'm going to get another nosebleed.
4: <laughs> did Did you still wear glasses then?
3: Um, I got rid of my glasses Jonah's, when I was, like, I, no, I had to have. Yeah. yeah, I think I still wore glasses. So awesome. I wore bifocals. Uh, he,
4: they corrected his... Um,
3: yeah, the bifocals correct corrected my vision.
0: I've worn glasses wow. in like fifteen years. I had use laser beams. Yeah, um, into my face. Oh, wow! Yeah, for television. So the question I want to ask that is that so he's Jonah's like super into music. Obviously, I mean we talk about bands all the time to the point where if my wife is sitting there, she's like, "I'm going to go elsewhere because you're now into a, a, like a level of band geekdom that." You and two other people know and discuss, like, yeah, the new Banner Pilot record's exceptional, it is really good. And she's like, I'm now, I'm over here, I got it, I'm mm-hmm. done. Did you get into bands on your own, or did Jonah help you, or did you go, I, I'm gonna do my own thing, I'm not into anything? He likes,
4: um, Jonah like influenced me a lot, and I always wanted to listen to bands that I thought he would think would be like cool, um, but yeah, like, um. I think Jonah influenced me a lot with music and he still does. And like still like when well then like when my improv team would um go to California for these improv festivals, if we'd be in like Amoeba, I still like up until like a couple years ago will like call Jonah from Amoeba and be like, What should I get? Like what album should I get or whatever. But yeah, so I think Jonah always influenced me a lot and got like I was never really quite into the same music that he was into. Um grow 'cause he was into pretty like like, now I feel like you have more of a range of stuff that you're into than you did yeah. then, right? Yeah, I was
3: really into, like, either, like, epitaph, like, no effects type stuff, or mm-hmm. then, like, really into, like, metal, like, And hardcore. didn't you go through
0: a Gigi Allen phase?
3: Yeah, that that never ended. Okay. I still listen to Gigi Allen all the okay. time. <laughs> but,
4: like, I never was, like, a girl, like, I was never into really poppy stuff, like right. my, my friends were, but I wasn't because, like, I like I felt like Jonah would be, like, so, like, not into that.
0: You'd be disappointed.
4: Yeah. So, like, I was into, like, popular music, but I wasn't into, like, real, like, trendy stuff. Because did
0: did you ever hear something and be like, oh, I like the song. Oh, wait, my brother will hate it. I shouldn't like it.
4: Yeah, I think so. But like, you
0: were into, like, Bad
3: Religion. I remember I bought yeah, you Yeah, I bad liked religion Bad Religion a lot. Show. Yeah. Like, Grey Race era, Bad got Religion.
4: The, I got into Bad, I liked Bad Religion. I liked Guns N' Roses when you were. Yeah,
3: and now I feel like the bands you like are kind of bands, like. Who mm-hmm. were friends, like the All American Rejects or Motion City, like people who you've hung out with first, yeah. and then you kind of got into their band.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the I think one of the best ways to get into a band, especially if like you are hanging with somebody like, oh, these guys are cool. Then you hear the music and you go, and the music's awesome,
4: especially if they're so nice, like that. Yeah, like all those bands that you like, Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, those bands that like Jonah introduced me to. Oh,
0: yeah, Vanessa hung out with them.
3: In that's a crazy story when you hung out with Jimmy Eat World in Europe or something.
4: Yeah, because I I studied abroad in college for a semester in Paris. And they did a show there, and I went, and it was so crazy because I had met them in Philly when Jonah was visiting,
3: and we got pizza with Jim, yeah, awesome. I don't know yeah, I did a i it, when I was in college a p flew me to London to interview them, and I hung out with them for like three days, and we totally got it was like on the Bleed American Tour right before that record came out, nice. so they're still playing small clubs, mm-hmm. they did a night opening for Weezer too right and on. uh we went and I stayed in touch with them, and then I went to visit Vanessa, and they were playing, and we went. There was, like, a meet-and-greet after, and we went, and they were like, hey, what's up? And then we got pizza with them. Yeah, so Vanessa, Philadelphia, yeah. 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 So I and think then, Tom and Jim.
4: And then, like, a year later or something, I was studying abroad in Paris, and they had a show, and I went with, like, a couple of friends, and, like, all, and I was like, oh, my brother knows them. I can go meet them. And I remember, like, feeling like Jonah might be really mad at me for doing this. I don't know, I don't know why. But, so, I thought maybe <laughs> I'd embarrass you or something. But, so, um... So everyone, there were a bunch of girl like groupies that like wanted to get like, and they kept getting kicked out and stuff. And then I said something to their stage manager, like about Jonah, and he like remembered me, and he let me come backstage and say hi to them. And that was really. And my friends were like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" So for
0: years, you've been using your brother's name to get into like new band stuff, and now your sister's on SNL.
4: (laughs) And he's still cooler than me. Like whenever there's bands there. He always knows more people. Like, outside of the people that work at the show, he always knows more people there than I do. Like, he'll always know, like, not always, but a lot of times he knows, like, the publicist for the band or something. Or well, you know, comedy
0: or... is, like, such a small, like, pond of people. You know what I mean? I mean, you'll run into people in L.A. that you're like, oh, wait, oh, okay, we took the class. We had the same person. Yeah. Music's the same way. If you run into someone who worked at one label, chances are they're another right, or right. something. You know what I mean? It's all, all over. And if you're not a douche, which... <sighs> Um, you know people like you and like that's the same thing of going on of you know working for any kind of gig if you're cool and can hang right right outside of the gig like that's awesome you're just a cool person and a schnook
4: yeah yeah and and so um yeah jonah always knows it's like the thing like have you ever like you're i mean you're probably the same way but like if you ever go somewhere with jonah it's like you, you have to stop like a million times
0: because he'll know like
4: oh, yeah. 20 people.
0: Constantly, you're, I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're a po- you're a popular guy. Now you, you know we, there have been instances of uh, like like negative press for Jonah. We had an Avenged Sevenfold episode that was that turned into a bad scene, but it's probably like yeah, all sewn up. I now. mean, when
3: you're when you're a reviewing, critic, it's like some people are totally cool with getting a bad review and are just like it's part of the thing. Mm-hmm. I've given bad reviews, to friend, you know, but mm-hmm. some people just cannot take it and it's. Yeah, it can make, it can be super awkward when you write something bad and then you have to, like, see the band and they know who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had a
0: lot of instances of that. SNL, is there any, like, weird criticism that you've felt for the show? Like, do you get defensive of it now or?
4: Yeah, um. well, to be honest, like, the, the few times I've read, like, people I feel like are just so mean on the internet and, like. Because you can be so, mean anonymously. Yeah, so I never read that stuff. No. Like, I can't read it, but like sometimes like I remember like a couple weeks ago I was coming home we stay all night Tuesday night, and we yeah. write, and I was coming home at like six thirty in the morning or something, and um the person that was driving me, and I'm lucky to get to like take a car home or whatever, but yeah. he was like he was like, You guys gotta get um like he said something like. You guys got to get more jokes on there or something like that and I was like I'm going to kill this guy. I am so tired like I don't care like like um and also people will sometimes in person be like man it's not like it was when I was younger and it's like everyone its favorite cast and favorite remember like remembers the show the best from when they were growing up. Yeah. Like people Working at the show will say that like 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 you always remember the cast that you grew up with and you I know. think you
3: idealize it too. Yeah, well, you
1: haven't you been younger. on the planet that
0: long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, yeah. It's,
3: it's a lot fun, funnier when you're a
1: teenager. You yeah. yeah.
0: it's like yeah. when I was 13, Bon Jovi was the hardest fucking band in the world, yeah. and no one could beat them. There was right. nothing better. Right. You know. Yeah. They're still pretty badass, I have to say. <laughs> but you know.
4: Right. So so like you always just remember it in your mind like it was the best thing you know like when you were younger and so. Um, but then, like people will say to you, like, "Man, it's not like it was," and you're like, "Well, um,
3: get a time machine, <laughs> get a time machine,
4: <laughs> and go back there." The, the, on the flip side of that, the thing that's sort of cool, which I I don't, which you you know once in a while I think about, is the fact that like there are kids now that are watching it, which totally. you know,
0: dude, but- I get so much mileage out of that with my nieces and nephews that you are on the show. They think that that you're related to me, which is awesome.
3: <laughs> but I also think that it made you. Th- Something you said made me think, don't you think like the best way to make the world a better place would just be get rid of the comment section on every website? If yeah. you just didn't have didn't comments. Didn't
0: Sudeikis make a joke about that recently With uh, when he did the devil character on SNL? He talked about inventing the internet. He's like, well, not all of it. Comment section. Comment section. Oh, that yeah, was yeah. me. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> like, I don't remember true. that, but that's okay.
0: like YouTube. I mean, like all this stuff. Oh it's like just—they're pointless. Just you know, like get rid of it. You know
3: where people are so
4: mean is CNN.com. Really? People <laughs> on CNN.com, the comments are like so <laughs> mean and so like that you're just like, oh my god, what, it, it's insane. It's not the website that you would think would have the meanest. But man, like they will find a negative.
3: Yeah, someone they can post like some celebrity has cancer, and it's like five posts later, it's like all these like negative. Con- it's like what? Like good. <laughs> like, what? Like how does it yeah. go from here to here? Especially,
4: you know what was crazy was when, um, uh, oh my god, I can't believe I'm blinking. Um, it's
0: okay. We'll go back and put it in post.
4: Okay, the woman, the singer who passed away, Amy Winehouse. Yes, people were so mean about that like they were like what did you expect like she it's like, like yeah it was so like people were just so
3: um like in, insensitive yeah they don't like,
0: realize that that's are like, like yeah we expected it that's why it's sad
3: yeah <laughs> you know? like they were like yeah like like what do you think is gonna it's I like i just don't go. get the mentality like i need to chime in on this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
0: you know what i mean like yeah like
4: keep it to yourself yeah. you
0: and you know what kills <laughs> me is that i i because of the internet and comments but it's also reviews that i use and i and i think to myself well god this guy i've never met gave this you know right rocking horse i'm looking at for christmas three stars my kid loved it well yeah <laughs> i'm in like i don't know this person what the hell am i yeah, doing exactly. it's not consumer report styling in it's yeah well,
3: It's also like or when you go to a post and they'll post something about a band like on brooklyn vegan and then like four posts nine i'll be like who <laughs> It's like, I don't know, you're reading, you're posting in this yes. post, yes. news post <laughs> yeah. about this artist. Like, right. if you don't know who they are, like, why are you reading this just to say, like, oh, this person isn't important enough to be written about? You know, like, it's so crazy. Yeah,
4: it's like, I'm. yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, obviously, you know who they are. You just read that
1: article. It's the voice of the people.
3: I know. I used to, <laughs> when, cool when, I worked, that. when I worked, when I worked, when I worked at AP and I would get really bored, I would read reviews of, like, chain, like, I would try to find mediocre reviews on, like, City Search, like, Revco or, like, Rite Aid, like, three-star review. Like, I went to this drugstore, the line was kind of long. Like, and it's, like, what prompts someone to give, like, a generic review of a chain? Like, if you had an amazing or terrible experience, some people are, like, this Baskin-Robbins, like, pretty good ice cream. But, like, (laughs) people there aren't super resets. Like, (laughs) who gets home and is, like, I had, like, a totally normal
0: experience I think everyone needs to know. I wrote a review of my local post office and it's jaded me to this day. Yeah. And it said slow service. They were right. Yes. So slow. That's every post and office. And the other though. post office nearby. Really slow yeah. here. I'm like, what the
1: Can you just can you start a website called like, you know, of just all the mediocre you should. posts and reviews? Yeah, I should. Called mediocre.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why?
1: I think I think we should do it mediocre.edu purely as an art piece.
3: That's my favorite thing to do when I'm bored, (laughs) or or like I probably talked about this Yahoo Answers is like my favorite because everyone is asked the dumbest questions ever, or like the most ridiculous questions, like can I sue myself? (laughs) Or like I will literally be sitting at home being like, I wonder, and like sure enough, 30 people asking it, voted people, voted for the best answer, and then there's 30 other answers before, like you know, like. I really you know like anything like can I sue God? Like can this happen like people have asked it.
0: Are you getting sued?
3: No. I don't know why those two came to mind but like anything Here's like a fact can I marry a blueberry? I'm sure it's going to bring it all
1: together as they've recently found that there's like there's this tiny percentage of people that are doing all these this posting. It's not the general mass. It's like a tiny. It's got to be like the the whole like Amazon. All the all the reviews are like the well, same guy. Joe, Amazon. <laughs>
3: yes.
2: <laughs> What's the so it's
3: is, so do they think these people are hired by the site? No, it's
1: just that these are the people that have the time and the energy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I sue myself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm, no, what, it, what?
0: What it <laughs> is probably is
2: probably response. It's, it's just the, it's
0: just immediate gratification <laughs> to all the people who would want to write. I'm gonna write a letter to the editor yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, that's it and instead of old curmudgeonly people it's in the hands of it's just they just have young curmudgeonly even, people even I have time I just would
2: never I don't, I always want to like I get angry like I commute a lot and it's like the train New Jersey transit I'm like I'm gonna write a like I'm not fucking writing a letter ever <laughs> like there's not I'm not doing even if they had a website with like major complaints like yeah. list here i'm like i'm just never doing
0: it i'm not going it's on there true. i don't want you to think i'm like rude on my phone I'm, i literally have notes so <laughs> oh, my, no, no, no. my phone always like shuts itself What i googled the other night was and i didn't do this but i was
3: like i bet you people have checked can i unsend an email <laughs> sure enough there's all these people and i guess in i learned this actually from Yahoo answers if you go into gmail there's you know those that google has those labs that you can install I guess there's like an unsend one that you have like up to 10 seconds after you send an email. You can actually click and unsend it. Yeah, But can't
4: you do that anyway?
3: No. Wait, how do I do it? (laughs) You have to download this lab. They have another one that I had which was so annoying that after a certain time you have to type in you have to do math to send an email. Oh, so you, oh yeah. So you won't drunkenly email people. Yeah, like, yeah. you can set it, like, oh after my God, 2 a.m. Like that's
4: so funny. You could write the
3: email, and then you'll hit send, and then it'll give you three, like, medium-hard math <laughs> equations, and if you can't solve them, it just won't send it.
2: That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Wow. Steven, you need that. Why <laughs> do I need that? <laughs> that's so awesome. I yeah,
0: they
3: drink. have a bunch of those. You
2: should uh... it's yeah. also really Oh, that's funny.
0: phenomenal. Next story. All right, I want to uh sum up and end with so aside from SNL, didn't you go to LA recently or last year um, or during went, hiatus? Uh,
4: during hiatus, I did.
0: Yeah, and what's going on? You like uh, auditioning and, and
4: I was just kind of checking it in out there. Um, uh, I had never been there for like an extended period of time. I stayed um, with a friend, and like I had to drive for the first time. What area
0: LA. did you stay in? That'll that'll key I in. I stayed to
4: hi- near, near um, Venice Beach.
0: Not bad, actually. Not bad. Not bad. That's that. That'll make you like. You have to drive a lot, but it's nicer than like I'm in West Hollywood.
4: Yeah, yeah, which is to be honest, I had really almost only seen West Hollywood in my past trips there because I had gone to the iowa West Improv Festival mm-hmm. with my improv team, so we would always like stay right near there. Yep, and and just like walk.
0: They're down on Melrose, right?
4: You know, that's a real good question. They
0: used to be, at least years ago. when We would I lived there.
4: stay. All I know is that we would stay at the Hollywood Downtowner, which is this pink hotel, um, and then we stayed at another. We would like find hotels that had sort of funny reviews and that were very inexpensive, and
3: and then we hung out in Orange County on that same trip. Yeah, we hung out in
4: Orange County. I thought I was going to see one of the Housewives, and then I didn't. Aww.
3: I saw a couple when I was out there.
0: Oh, the OC.
4: And there's a thing where you get, not to take this conversation off, <laughs> um, but there's a thing where you drive onto a, like a, you drive on, can oh, you yeah. explain it?
3: Balboa Island, you uh, you can drive onto like a little ferry thing, like a boat, and it can hold three cars and people, and it just goes back and forth. Um, For but kicks? No, just to get across this water, I guess, instead of going all the way around. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, this Balboa Island, uh, Ivy pointed out to me that it's uh, where they based Arrested Development on. So they have these two banana stands there that really, they said, like, some of the writers are from and Like, they based, the, those are the actual, like, famous banana stands or whatever. Right on. Yeah, which was cool.
4: But the thing that takes you across the water, I asked, like, Ivy's dad, I think I was like, like when did they start doing this? And he was like, Oh, the nineteen twenties or yeah. something. Yeah.
3: They've been doing it forever. It's like a it, it's Wait, like
4: it's, a ride for your car. It's so cool. It's like if you think going as a kid, like if you thought going through car washes in the car was cool, uh, this
0: is like yeah. that time. Yeah. Try going on a boat. Right off in your burning. car. We're moving. water, we'll drown. Um now when you're out there are you like auditioning for stuff, feeling it out, like looking at other comic yeah, things. I are ha- you getting scripts hurled at you now? And- um
4: uh like a little through my management but but like um not a ton yet like i i sort of um the the show keeps you really busy and it's so that's like such a dream job obviously that it's like i'm 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 you know sort of you know looking at that stuff a little bit but it but i'm really still pretty focused on
0: you kindly explained the show to me when jonah took me to, to your show you had me come which was great and we watched it from your dressing room then afterwards you go out for like the after party and you go out to eat and I felt terrible afterwards because I was thinking about it I was like all I did was grill you to tell me what you just went through that entire <laughs> week okay how does this work okay you're there on Monday go and then people come over and talk to you and you go okay uh, where were we and I'm like okay we're at Tuesday night and then you kept going and I was like oh man because I'm just I don't but know but we
4: had so much guacamole
0: there we was could, a lot of guacamole remember there remember
4: we got two orders
0: yes and your friend
3: wouldn't eat it
4: oh was it like Nate
3: yeah, it was Nate Nate, and Nate's girlfriend, I
0: yeah. think. He's like, I don't eat vegetables. And I was like, ha, ah, try guacamole. And he's like, no, I really don't. And I'm like, wow, you're like a kid. This is but hilarious. But that guac
4: was great. It was good. It was great guac. Yeah. One, we got one spicy and one mild, right?
0: That'll do it. Man. I read the SNL book, and then talking to you, it's an astounding amount of work. And it must be hard, but must be fun if it's you're looking so forward fun. to it. It's so fun.
4: Like, that's the thing is, like, um, and and depending, like, as a cast member sometimes you have more time off on Friday and, and Thursday and Friday, depending, but like you, you, you usually are pretty busy. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it's like so fun. And you're like with people that are like all kind of like friends, you know, that's a, that one thing that's really, that's really interesting about working at that show after being more used to like, like when I was at second city, it was sort of like this, but like, I'm used to, like, my day jobs were always, like, you hung out with a few of the people and then other people were, like, your bosses and your supervisors or people that were, like, just really different from you. So you, if you were going to, like, have people over after work, it was very clear, like, who you'd have over. Okay. But now at SNL, it's, like, everyone's sort of friends and stuff. So you can't, like, have, like, a small gathering or something without feeling like you're leaving people out because, like, you will, the natural thing would just be to invite, like, Everybody, because everyone's like cool, and nice. you know what I mean. Yeah, that's like, awesome. So you all. And
3: Lauren,
1: you invite Lauren.
4: <laughs> I mean, if he would come, you know, maybe. So.
3: You know, it's funny though. <laughs> even when Vanessa had regular jobs, I felt like you kind of made them into a joke. Like Vanessa would like dress up, and <laughs> yeah. Vanessa dressed up like an old woman. <laughs> like bought these like professional clothes for adult. I would send out joke emails every week. Yeah.
4: Oh, that's right. I forgot I did that. Like Friday joke <laughs> emails when I worked in an ad agency. I did a couple – one thing I did was I wore – I found this outfit on this website that had, like, clothes for, like, like older women than me. And I bought this purple skirt suit. Like, it was, like, a long purple, um, like, polyester skirt and, like, a T-shirt jacket with, like, pearl buttons and, like, shoulder pads. And it was, like – so, and so I was, like – I I dared my roommate to for me to – I was like, do you dare me to wear this to work? And she
1: was
4: like yeah. – this is my really good friend Kitty. She's like one of my best friends. I, she was like, yeah, Vanessa, I dare you to wear it to work. So I was like, I'm going to do it. So I bought it. It was like $20. And then I just like wore it to work one day. And um, I had told a couple of the girls I work with that I was going to do this, but I didn't tell them when I was going to do it, and like I don't think they really believed me. So like I wore it to work, and I remember like standing outside of my office building, being like, "Oh my god, I didn't bring a change of clothes! Like I can't get out of this!" <laughs> and I just like wore it, and I think like people were so freaked out. The the two women that were like not my bosses, but sort of like the direct, the at the can't like the account directors sort of. Like one of them was like, "Oh, like you're all purpley today," because like they knew that I joked around, but they thought this was like too much. Like they were like, "What is going on?" And I was like, "I was like, my boyfriend's taking me to um, a movie a- and dinner after work." And the other one was like, "Oh, you're dressed up," and I was like, "Yeah, my boyfriend's taking me to dinner and a movie after work," and they were just like.
3: <laughs> but I saw you had, had like them take
0: photos of you because I remember seeing. Yeah, there's photos. a
4: picture of me at a desk with like my feet up.
0: So we'll start. Okay. How would your mother describe you in one word? Mm. That counts. Moving on. Yeah. So,
4: yeah, good. I think it would be
0: that. Yeah, going. What is your favorite flower? Mm.
4: I like hydrangeas a lot.
0: I have hydrangeas growing at my house.
4: They smell so good, you right? Can
0: come over anytime you want.
4: I would love to. They, if you, you, you can like put them in any room in your house, and they make the whole room smell so nice, right? We have
0: hydrangea growing in my house, but it does not stop my wife from buying them at Trader Joe's. Oh yeah, it's very odd. Mm-hmm. What word? This is my own personal favorite. What word in the English language do you wish you had invented? Sassy. Oh, good one. Good one. See. I'm owning you right now, Mike. This is- yeah, this is
2: terrible. It was great. It was, was fun. Stu- so stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where would you like to live?
4: Um, like, I like living here, but I'd also like to have a house probably in France. And I speak French.
0: Bonjour. Bonjour. What animal best describes the kind of partner you are interested in? Oh, boy. Um, I wish I know who wrote this. I feel like I should credit them.
4: Probably a bear, but not like a huge bear, not like a scary bear.
0: Got it, like a Winnie the Pooh kind of bear, <laughs> with maybe teeth. a little scarier. Than okay, that. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, but you know, if he was actually yeah. a pet bear,
4: I really also just a side note. I wish that bears were like I wish you could go up to bears and hug them.
2: No, they'll fucking kill you. I know. I always say they are the cutest animal that, kill so the cutest like, animal that can kill
4: you. But they're so, like, they seem like they're so, like, nice and soft. I, I know that they're, like, I know that they'll kill you. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I I still think they're nice.
0: They're You know what? They're, they're pleasant to look at. Uh, what do you miss about your childhood?
4: Mm. I miss, like, my mom, like, making us all our food and stuff and doing our laundry. <laughs> <laughs> but... Also, I used to wear like tutus and like weird ribbons in my hair and stuff, and I guess a lot of working at SNL, like you get to do stuff like that a lot. But um, I, I miss like being able to, like like look like a weirdo all the time and like not really have. I'm pretty. I don't have a ton of shame now, but I had even less.
0: Jonah, corroboration on the on the mini tutus and ribbons.
3: Yeah, a lot of bathing suits. I
0: feel like you <laughs> bathing wore. suits with boots. Yeah.
4: And tutus.
0: Did you take ballet or just had tutus? Yeah, I
4: took ballet, but yeah, I think I feel like I was probably wore my tutu outside of the class more than (laughs) and I wore tons of thick ribbon because I had short curly hair and I wanted long hair. And then (laughs) they had those barrettes that like, you know, there's these barrettes and they have like they're different colors and they have different little things on them. And there's like 20 in a pack and I would put them all in my hair and then I would put a Burger King crown on top of that. So I looked like so crazy. I like how
3: you were saying that to the guy with the Frankenstein tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, these multicolored. You know, those, like, those barrettes <laughs> the, like,
1: the But you know, you know. I do know. What yeah, you yeah,
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: If you could change your name, what would you change it to?
1: Veronica. <laughs> you know what's funny
0: is whoever posted this interview gave the question themselves. And it says here, if you could change your name, what would you change it to? The answer is Veronica whoa so i'm looking at this wow. right now and looking at you and looking at this and it's weird
4: um also people who have v names will back me up on this if your name starts with the v and it's kind of long people will just interchangeably call you like anything that starts with the v like i've been called like victoria veronica <laughs> vivian like people are just like oh it starts with the v it's fine
0: <laughs> and you're like fuck you very much <laughs> yeah. it's my name uh what is the main fault of your character
4: um, I think that I'm a little obsessive over things. Like, I don't think I'm OCD, but I think I, like, obsess over things a
0: little bit. Do you obsess for a while, or is it, like, you then move on?
4: Then I move on. But, okay. like, um, I think I obsess, like, too much about things. Like, like things that I are happening hired... to you,
0: or TV shows, or things that are going on Every of Like, everything. Okay.
4: I, when I got hired, I got hired with Paul Britton. We both got hired from yeah. Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he is the most easygoing guy in the world. Like, he's, like... He like doesn't worry about anything, and like he's just really calm. So that was like a, he's like a very good friend to have.
0: Someone that you know, calm, calm water. Yeah, like I'll bring, like I feel like sea. sometimes I'll
4: bring things up to him, like even if they're not work related, like even if they're like, how are we going to get to this place or something, and mm. he'll be like, "It's fine, it's going to be fine, we'll
0: figure it out." I like that. It's good. Always, it's good to always have like a Buddha in your life. Yeah. When Trevor w- came to the show, just really quick. uh,
3: he started talking to Paul, and like five seconds later, Trevor's like, "This guy's friends with Braid." Like he was from, he figured out know, Paul was from Champagne, and like Trevor had already made like some emo connection.
0: Of course, Trevor. But would it was do that. really funny.
3: But tre- yeah, tre- tre- Trevor can make a music connection. Paul with has anyway. really good taste in music. Good to also, know. Also, big Replacements fan. Really? Yeah.
2: They just they, they uh, my the
3: favorite
0: uh,
1: one of my favorite bands. Awesome. They're the greatest.
0: Who is your favorite historical figure? <laughs>
4: i I mean, there's probably a lot of them, but the first one that comes to mind <laughs> is Abraham Lincoln. He did a lot of good things also i'm I'm really into the Civil War, like to be fair, I'm really into reenactments but and I don't reenact. I'm into kind of joking about them the but,
0: culture behind it,
4: yeah, but I like Abraham Lincoln, I think he's a good
0: guy. You should introduce her to Brian Baker.
4: Wasn't there some gossip oh, yeah. about? yeah,
0: he's a big Civil War reenactor.
4: Really? Mm
0: hmm. From Bad Religion, and Junkyard.
4: Oh my God!
0: And Minor Threat. <laughs> I, know, I was just saying <laughs> Junkyard.
4: Didn't some some gossip or something just come out about Abraham okay,
0: Lincoln? Like people are always gossiping about yeah. him. He he. I just learned that he ruined Evacuation Day, which was the holiday before he made Thanksgiving a holiday. But the real holiday, I learned this on from Sarah on Daily Show. Uh, the real holiday was Evacuation Day, which was the last day the British we occupying U.S. soil, and we got them out. And it was like a really big deal holiday. And Lincoln made Thanksgiving more important, and people just forgot about, like, the seven-year war we were into. So fuck your favorite We should talk about Thanksgiving figure. a little bit,
4: but after this. Okay. I know that we're winding down, but just we are like winding for a down. second. Just to talk about the
0: pilgrims. This is a very interesting one because it was uh, this was written for the monkeys okay. back in the day. So from Tiger Reet Magazine describe how you kiss in one word
4: um, um this is like going to see it's kind of like answering this question i don't have a great answer for that also like i feel like i'm sitting on a couch with my brother i don't really want to like
0: get into my all right we'll ask. It. but i
4: don't it's not like i don't feel like there's a great answer to that, that i
0: don't I feel have. like i don't i couldn't comfortably answer that myself mm-hmm. i
4: you want me to tell you the answer that i think the monkeys gave are they british
0: yes no well davey was
4: yeah so if i was him i'd be like oh my like, he, like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like oh well like he was probably like i don't kiss and tell but <laughs> but he was like But let's just say it's smooth
3: <laughs> David Brent wasn't in the monkeys. I don't think. He was. That's
4: my Davy Crockett impression. He's like, well, and then he went and he was on um, Brady Bunch, right? Yeah, man.
0: Davy Crockett? Yeah. Davy Jones, Davy Jones. actually, we were letting that go. Oh, sorry. Wait, I got confused. Davy Jones was from sorry. the monkeys. Davy Crockett died at the Alamo, but Davy Crockett was also <laughs> on the Brady Bunch. Bobby played he him. Was? No, wait. No, he played Benedict Arnold. <laughs> Off track. That's where we need to have our theme song come in. Whenever it happens, <laughs> <laughs> we have to play the, the music. Off track.
4: I'd like to answer the rest of the questions as Davy Jones.
0: Okay, done. Uh, <laughs> true story. David Bowie's real name is Davy David Jones. And because Davy Jones is so popular from the Monkees, he changed his last name to Bowie.
4: And now look who's more famous. Yeah,
0: Mickey Dolenz. Um. If you if you met the right man today, would you propose tomorrow Davy Jones?
4: Um well <laughs> uh, I'm not really interested in men, yeah, but if I was I'd say I say I must I'm a to it um I'm David Jones and, I'll say, wh- why not? And if this bloke says no to me, then I'll be surprised because. Uh, <laughs> on David Jones.
0: What in the world do you least desire? Davy Jones performing in Oliver? <laughs>
1: Just... Okay.
4: What do I least desire in the world? <laughs> well, probably on. Um, <laughs> Um, material things, yeah because, <laughs> because they don't last They don't, in the end They don't matter that much, do they? Yeah
0: Davy Jones finished this sentence Happiness is a thing called
4: Not really, boy
0: <laughs> Vanessa, thank you so much for stopping by And hanging out with us and meandering off the beaten track. What would you say? Oh yeah. Um, and Davy Jones, <laughs> thank you for being here, Davy. Do you have anything else to add, <laughs> Davy? What are you doing for the Davy? What are you doing for Thanksgiving?
3: <laughs> I'm
4: probably going to see. I'm probably going to see my family. Yeah.
0: yeah
4: but- no, well, we'll have some dinner in London. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but Davey, it's an American holiday. We seceded from from, from the English.
4: Oh, it's all good, friend. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have a day of it. Um, we're all doing pretty right, pretty good. <laughs> we're all doing pretty right on, you know. Is that what you say? Here, right on, yeah.
0: <laughs> God, I had a farthing for every time Davey Jones was at our podcast.
4: Oh man, I love it here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, brilliant. Vanessa, she's pretty funny. Great genetics. Good genetics. <laughs> there was a lot of commonalities in the DA strands in that interview, and it was fun. I want to explain now on subsequent podcasts of older episodes that you may hear. I attempted to do that Tiger Beat questionnaire again, and it just fell flat. And also, I think you can't really top Vanessa doing Davy Jones. When did it fall? I missed it. When did it fall flat? Well, we we tried one with you know another guest, uh-huh. and it just got awkward and weird. Because apparently the version I had for Vanessa was an edited version on my phone. Then I brought in the the real one, and it's questions like, Describe your first kiss. And I was like, ah, was a dumb move. <laughs>
3: And there's like 700 questions, too.
0: Perfect. All right. See you next week on Off Track as we, uh, shit, do more of this.